Thanks for joining us for Open Bible Online today. Open Bible Baptist Church has been in South Jersey for over 60 years. We love this community and we want to be a help to you. In order to help us help you in the best way possible, would you do us a favor? Please fill out the digital connection card posted in this link. Here you could post prayer requests and also ask any questions you may have about Open Bible. If you'd like to give today, you could give online in less than two minutes. Visit openbiblenj.org for more information. Thanks again for joining us today. Now enjoy the service. Merry Christmas. Well, the choir did a wonderful job. I'm glad the Lord used them and their talents for the Lord. This evening, can we give uh, the Lord a hand as God used them, the choir, to sing tonight? Merry Christmas, and the greatest sentence written for mankind is in the Word of God. And the greatest gift is in that one sentence. I'm going to share with you that sentence in just a moment, but you know what a gift does? It sits at the Christmas tree, and the children, and as well adults, anticipate what's inside and what, what is the gift. Whether it be a small gift or a big gift, whose gift is it? Who is it for? The anticipation of what is inside. For many people, Christmas is all about gifts and presents. It's estimated at around $900 will be spent on average for gifts. I remember as a kid taking a Sharpie marker and going to the catalogs back when Sears Roebuck was around. You know, back when JCPenney catalogs were around. And the best catalog ever for a kid was the Toys R Us catalog. Now we have Amazon catalogs. And it's interesting, what I found was I didn't know, but my, my own children had taken a Sharpie and circled the toys they wanted. And even cut out some of the pictures. But you know, because it's cut out, I have no idea what it is. What's interesting is no, there's no prices attached to any of these toys in the catalog. You know, gifts are a wonderful thing. And gifts are a great way to express love to those you love. Many children tonight anticipate tomorrow morning as they want to see if they got what they wanted from those who love them. Parents, grandparents, family. Giving and receiving is truly the heart of Christmas. How many of you tonight will open up a gift because it's Christmas Eve? Well, some of you have that tradition. And some of you children will want your parents to have that tradition tonight. But can I tell you, the Word of God has much to say about gift. And about a gift. And even uses the word gift very often. The greatest sentence ever written to mankind has a gift wrapped up right in the sentence. The greatest sentence ever written to mankind is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave... His only begotten Son. What a gift. I want to ask you tonight, do you have the greatest gift? The greatest gift given to mankind started with the birth of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that He gave Jesus, His Son. What was prophesied in the Old Testament, Isaiah 9, 6, it came true. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon His shoulder... His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. 
In Luke 2, Jesus' birth and the account of that, it says, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Matthew 1, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. On this wise means how it happened, how it played out. See, God's story, His story, made history. Let me tell you, Jesus' birth was the greatest birth ever. It's estimated 385,000 babies are born each day around the world. 267 births today happen globally. Last five minutes, 1,300 births took place. And each and every birth is very special. But the birth of Jesus Christ is the best and greatest birth ever. 2 Corinthians 9.15 says, Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Jesus' birth is a gift to us. By the way, it has a tag on it. It says, to you, to me, to all of us, to the whole world. And it says, from God. To you, from God. Jesus' birth was the way the Christ child came into this world. For God so loved the world that He gave. God the Father gave us His Son, and His name is Jesus, and He is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and He did not come into this world as a king. He came as a lowly child. The highest of all highest, He deserved a high profile. The most elegant of surroundings, He deserved much more, but He chose the lowliest of circumstances. The lowliest and humble beginning. The King of kings, Lord of lords, placed in a feeding trough. Literally a, a manger. Why start off as a baby in a lowly condition as a manger? The reason is this. Because Jesus wants all walks of life, men, women, boys, girls, to be able to approach Jesus Christ. He's accessible. He's available to everyone. See, in that manger, the shepherds, in that manger, the wise men, they were able to walk right up to that manger. Walk right up to Jesus. May I remind you, we still have the same Jesus that we can have a walk with. We can have a spiritual walk with God. Just as Jesus lived on this earth and He walked this earth, He knows exactly what it's like to be on this earth. The same earth you and I are on. Not just the rich, not just the poor, but all people. And all walks of life can resonate with a manger. 2 Corinthians 8 9 says, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became poor, that ye through His poverty might be rich. Jesus became poor so that we could be rich. He came to this earth and called Emmanuel, God with us. By the way, some of you might be your first Christmas without a loved one. And for many of you, we're praying for you. And I want to remind you, please, Emmanuel, God is with you. God is with us. 
And He can be deep in our hearts today. And John 1.14 says, The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So Jesus coming to the lowly manger, so to the sick, He could heal them. To the poor in spirit, He could bless them. To the meek, He could lift them up to His kingdom. To the fearful and guilty, to free them from any care and penalty. To the diseased, to cure them. To the hungry, to feed them. But the greatest thing and the greatest reason He came is to the lost that are without Him to seek and save them. This is why Jesus came. In Isaiah, He says, Look unto Me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. In Luke 19.10 it says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. 1 John 4.14, If we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Matthew 1.21, This is why Jesus came. And Mary shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus was born to save sinners. What a gift. What a gift. Worthy of accepting Jesus Christ. Because Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. You know, we're all in need of a Savior. We're all sinners. We all fall in the same category as sinners. There is none righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Sin is absolutely anything that goes against God's Word and what God wants. James 2.10 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he's guilty of all. Just one time? Just one sin? Yes, just one. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. Second Chronicles says, Every person will die for their own sin. See, the majority of the time, the reason we don't go to Jesus is because we love our sin. That's the reason we don't go to Jesus. Because we love our sin. One man put it this way, the problem of indifference is not realizing the state of our sinfulness. Many people miss Christmas because they ignore Christ because they don't think they are sinful. Many don't care about the Savior because they don't understand they need to be saved. Many consequently ignore the remedy because they don't qualify the disease. The problem with sin is it comes with a penalty. The penalty is heavy. It's eternal punishment. The Bible calls it as a real, literal place called hell. The wages of sin is death, and that word death is talking about a second death, a spiritual death, a literal place called hell. And So first, physically you die, and then second, spiritually, where will you go? Spending eternity in hell separated from God or in heaven with God? Praise God, Romans 6.23 doesn't end it, for the wages of sin is death. It goes on to say, but the gift. What a gift. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, the plan of salvation is not about a plan, it's about a man. 
It's the man of salvation. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But God commendeth, in other words, proved. He showed it. He, he paid for this gift. His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I'm so thankful tonight that Jesus paid for my sins. I'm so thankful tonight that Jesus paid for your sins. I'm so thankful tonight that Jesus paid for all the sins of the whole world. And He did not have to. He willingly gave Him Himself. He willingly put Himself on that cross, the payment for our sins, not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. See, He was born to die upon Calvary. He was born to conquer the grave. And on the cross, Jesus sacrificed Himself to save us from the judgment we deserve. Jesus, yes, in that manger. Jesus, the one person in history whose thoughts, words, deeds were only good, took the punishment for your sins and my sins and my thoughts and my words and my deeds and, and everything that's ever come into my heart and anything that I've ever thought. And He made it, Him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Can I tell you, the best thing about Christmas is the first six letters. C-H-R-I-S-T. It's Christ. The greatest gift is because of the greatest love shown. Jesus died and paid the price for our sin. That's love. That's a gift. By the way, Jesus' death is not the end of the story. Three days later, after he was put into a tomb, that tomb was found empty. That grave was no longer occupied. Jesus, it's not the end of the story when he, when he died and then when he was put into the grave. No, up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over the foes and great victory. And he conquered death and, and sin and, and conquered all of it for you and I. And, and Jesus appeared to his followers just days later, alive and well. And he's still very much alive and well. He just resides in a place called heaven, which is a place that he has prepared for you and I, those who have put their trust in him and him alone. God so loved. I tell my wife and I, I tell my kids, I, I love you, but then I go on to, to tell them I love you so much. And I, I love you more than really anyone else. And man, I love you so much. And, and I, I say that word so, it's just two simple letters and just a very small word, but it, I'm hoping it, it carries more power and more emphasis and, and more meaning because I really love them so much. For God so loved. See, so love type of love, the source is God. The extent is the world and the sacrifice is His Son and the result is those who believe in Him won't perish for God so loved that He gave. The greatest present, His Son. The greatest passion, so loved. The greatest privilege, whosoever believeth. The greatest promise, eternal life. God so loved the world that He gave us His only begotten Son. Why would He give us a Son? Why His Son? 
picture with me, please, that baby in the manger and that Christ child named Jesus and that baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and that baby lying in a manger, his son, why did he give us his son? Why did he come to this earth? It's so that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's why. See, if we believe in Jesus, we don't perish. Like the wise men, they, they sought Jesus and they, they went to seek Him and they, they found Him. And like the shepherds, they realized He's here. He's, he's, he's on this earth and He's in, in a place that we can get to and we're going to get there and let's go. Let's see Him. Let's, let's get there as quickly as we can. And Jesus, the Savior, to all those who believe, accepts those who come to Him, just like the wise men and just like the shepherds. And as the angel said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. I'm not going to ask you tonight if, if you believe in Jesus. I'm not going to ask you tonight if there is a God, because the Bible says the devils believe. Thou believeth there is one God, thou doest well. But the devils also believe and tremble. What I want to ask you tonight is this. I want to ask you, do you believe in Jesus enough to save you from your sins? Even one sin. Although I know that there's much sin in our lives, at least in mine. Do you believe in Jesus enough to save you from the penalty of your sins? Enough to repent and trust in His death on the cross for your salvation? I'm not asking you, do you believe there's a God? I'm, I'm not asking you, do you believe in Jesus' name? No, I'm asking you, do you believe that He was born to die upon Calvary for your sin? What I want to ask you is, do you believe that whosoever, that means anybody, believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life? That's what I'm asking you. I'm asking you, do you believe Jesus enough to trust His Word? When He says in Romans 10.9, Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth... Confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever, means anybody, shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. See, what I'm asking you, is there been a time, a moment, an exact decision, a place that you can go back to and knowing with certainty, 100%, no doubt about it, that you're on your way to heaven because you believed in, yes, that same Jesus that was born in a manger. That same Jesus died on a cross. That same Jesus is the Savior, came to save us from our sins. It's not based on anything you and I can do. For if it's anything that you and I can do, it's as if we're saying, Jesus, the gift that you provided, your death on the cross, it's not enough. There's something more I can do. There's something more that, that I, I want to perform. There's some good works that I want to make sure I accomplish. Then we're saying the gift and the payment on the cross is not enough. And it is enough. Because it is a wonderful gift given to us. And it's what a gift. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Your good works can't outweigh your bad. The real question tonight is will you spend an eternity with God because you've taken Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. See, a gift 
a gift, no matter how big or how small. It just comes down to whether you take it and receive it. Oh, you can reject it and neglect it, but then it's not a gift to, to you. It must be received and taken and accepted into your heart and, and the trust in Jesus and Him alone for salvation. I want to ask you tonight, have you believed in Jesus enough to save you from your sins? This is why Jesus was born. This is why He came to this earth. By the way, the best thing you can do is not take care of it tomorrow, but take care of tomorrow today. Not take care of the future when, when, I, when I think I'm okay, when I think i got everything right in my life. No, get right with God first and let God take care of all the rest. Because there's no foundation laid when that's, in that which is laid except to be Jesus Christ. I want to ask you tonight, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Please don't wait. Now is the day, and now is the day of salvation. If you, if you escape, you're going to have to look back and say, I didn't neglect so great a salvation. It's appointed unto men once to die, and then the judgment. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. I'm not asking whether or not You've been saved from an accident. I'm not asking whether you've been saved from an experience you had that you feel took place. I'm glad you were saved from the accident. I'm glad you were saved from an experience that you had, maybe in a hospital bed or wherever it might have been. What I'm asking you tonight is, has there been a time in your life that you know without a question, without any doubt, that you have put your trust in Jesus, the Savior, the one who saved you from your sins? Would you please bow with me in prayer? What a gift. Jesus' birth changed the world. Changed my life. It can change your life as well. I want to ask you tonight, I want to pray and I want to say, Dear Jesus, I thank you that you came to this earth. I thank you for yourself. With our head bowed and our eyes closed, I want to ask you tonight, do you know for certain that there's been a time in your life that you've made a decision to put your trust in Christ? You say, oh yes, I'm certain of that. Would you raise your hand with mine? Wonderful. Look across and I see many hands. Do you know for certain that if something were to happen to you, you're on your way to heaven? I want to ask you tonight, maybe there's someone here tonight or few people here tonight that you would say, you know, I, I wasn't able to raise my hand, but I sure would like to receive Jesus. I sure would like to trust Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and get this matter settled. Today's a great day to do it. Tonight's a great night to do it. Is there anyone this evening that would say, Brother Tyler, I, I'm not sure that if something were to happen to me that I'm on my way to heaven. Would you raise your hand? Anyone like that here tonight? Anyone like that here tonight? You do not know that you're on your way to heaven. If something were to happen to you tonight, you do not, you do not know that you're on your way to heaven because of a decision you made with Jesus, accepting Jesus. Anyone like that tonight? Lord God, I thank you for the gift that you gave to us of your Son. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus, for yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear church family, can I encourage you with something? When you open up the gift, you find that he's everlasting, he's eternal life, complete forgiveness. You're adopted into his family. You have access to God. There's hope, there's peace, there's love, there's faith, there's joy, there's victory. You have the Holy Spirit dwelt inside you. You've been delivered from the wrath to come. You have heaven as your final home. You're blessed with all spiritual blessings. You're a friend, not an enemy of God. You know God personally. You've been purified, you've been set free. And then when you turn to the back, it says, on and on it goes because it is so great a salvation. And it's an unspeakable gift. It's so vast and great that eye has not seen it, ear has not heard of it, entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love Him. What a gift. What a gift. Will you share that gift with someone tomorrow? Will you share that gift with a loved one? Will you share that gift with a friend? Because it does no good if it just stays closed. And we must open up the gift to share the gift of Jesus. But my, what a gift it is. It's worthy of being shared. I pray and encourage you to do that. Open up the gift. What a gift. God bless you. Thanks again for watching us online today. If you haven't done so already, please fill out a digital connection card so we know how to better serve you this week. For encouragement throughout your week, you can listen to past sermons by searching Open Bible Baptist Church on the Apple Podcast or Google Play Store. If you'd like to give today, you could give online at openbiblenj.org. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you on the next broadcast.